Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. And powered by 1-800-LOAN-MART. Get cash fast when you need it. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined. Well, Freak Nation, what can you say about Jimmy Johnson tonight other than he ain't no more six-timer. He is a seven-time champion, joining two of the biggest names in NASCAR history, Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt Sr. as a seven-time Cup Season Championship tonight. And the last one for Sprint Cup. What's going on, man? Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Be sure you follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there on Facebook as well on the website, speedfreaks.tv. Jimmy Johnson struggled most of the day to find the speed to keep up with the other three chase finalists. But, man, caught a big-time break there, Crasher, with Carl Edwards trying to hold off Joey Logano. And you right when that happened, Crash, that right when that happened, it was just it's like – yeah, this just might be time for Jimmy to grab number it's seven. exactly what I thought. Well, first I thought, holy S, did that really just happen? Yes, it did. Two of the final four were just eliminated. Oh, Joey Logano kind of tried to prove us wrong on that one. But, wow, that's exactly what I thought. I, I looked up to see exactly where Jimmy Johnson was, and I'm like, uh, yep, yeah, he's third. That, what, there it is. There it is. It's now possible. Because all day, it was not possible. He tried. Chad Knauss made amazing adjustments on that car. They started from the freaking back, thanks to, what, the A-Rod failing tech. So The what? The a- yeah, I just called it an A-Rod, didn't I? Yeah, the former Yankee. A-frame? Yeah, the... Oh. <laughs> no, it's the A-Rail. <laughs> I called it the A-Rod. The, the one baseball player who I can't stand. Thank goodness he's former. Right. There you go, Statman. The the A Rail, aka in the Crash Ladders dictionary, the A Rod was responsible for Jimmy Johnson's championship. No, no, no. It's no. It's not responsible. It's responsible for him starting from the back and having to work his way through traffic. But it just shows, and I think Statman will agree with me. It just shows the making of a true champion. Jimmy showed Jimmy and Chad and the entire crew and Rick Hendrick, everybody. They showed exactly what championships are made of. You get knocked down to absolute oblivion starting from the back of the field getting your car taken away and you work your way back and you just you just tick off you know time and time and time as the race goes on you make changes i mean statman isn't that exactly what championships are crash you know what the thing that got me at the crash at the end of the race between um logano and uh edwards the first thing that came to my mind is that that was the dumbest thing I've seen all day. And the next thing that came to mind when I saw where's Jimmy and he got through the thing, I said, that's why he's going to win the championship because Jimmy Johnson would never try something as risky and as silly and as much as I like Carl, stupid as what Carl did. He had the fastest car on the track. He caught um, Kyle 
Bush in what around less than 10 laps, give or take a couple of laps. He chased down everybody. He, that was just panic and shows that he's not going to win a championship. Okay. I know we're going to get to a ton of Jimmy Johnson conversation in these next two hours, but what else stat man, what else was Carl Edwards to do when Joey Logano was absolutely outclassing him on restarts and Joey was going to take the position away. Joey was going to lead the race if Carl didn't try to block him. He wasn't going to take the position away. He was going to have to go below the line to pass him. And from what I remember, that's not supposed to be legal. If he would have just stayed in the, even if he got around him, he chased down Kyle Bush in, what, seven or eight laps. He could have chased. He had the fastest car on the track, and now he had to walk away from it, a smoking hawk. It it made no sense. Now, of course, everybody out there that's listening said, that's why you're an idiot and you're talking on the microphone. Nope. But he had the fastest car on the track, and the idea that he had to go block somebody uh, made no sense. Just get going, and even if he got beside you, Run him into the grass. I mean, it's why take the risk that ended up being costing you your championship. And Jimmy just sat there and said, okay, let him do that. I'll, I'll get these two positions without having to pass anybody. And then he got a great start on the last restart. And the only thing I could say about the whole thing for Carl is what he said in the in the interview coming out of the the media the medical center, I hope that that yellow was worth yes. it. Yes, yeah. And I hope it wasn't just a NASCAR effort to make uh, some drama at the end of the race. I thought the guy got off the track. If there was some fluid on the track, that's one thing. But if they just wanted to build some drama, uh, the uh, NASCAR ought to be sued for every penny of all those cars and all the championships that were lost there. Jimmy Johnson on stage, and he couldn't be happier. And I had this crazy calmness over over myself all day long um, leading into this. And even with us running fifth and the championship not looking like it was going to be there, um, I just just felt something. My my heart was full because I was thinking of some loved ones like Ricky Hendrick and his influence, me being in this race car and dedicating the seven hashtag to him and kind of building up to this. And... um, and something happened from above. There were those last few restarts to give us this opportunity. And I'm, I'm just so thankful, so thankful to have Robert Nibelock here from Lowe's. They've been with me since day one and believed in me. Chevrolet is the only car I've ever driven. Hendrick Motorsports, it's made, made, made home for me. It's been the perfect place and my family. Um, friends as well. Um, you, you wish that you could say something really impactful in these moments, but there's just so much swirling going on right now in my head. And I'm just overly blessed and thankful. Wow. All the talk of Rick Hendrick and also the short track driver who I couldn't quite get his name when Jimmy Johnson talked about him in one of his interviews tonight. All the talk of them and their influence of the number seven on Jimmy. That's just it's woo. It it puts chills up your spine, doesn't it? You you talking to me? Uh, Yeah, anybody. It puts chills up my spine. But I just I feel so bad for Carl that in that moment of. Uh, it's got to be panic to see the car coming, and I got to do something. 
didn't have to do anything. All he had to do was get going. He had the best car on the track. Just get going. But, okay. If Carl would have allowed, so to speak, Joey Logano by on that second-to-last restart. Well, that, where the, it's not clear that he would have gotten by him. Mm-hmm, true. That's the point of the whole thing. He took... Uh, uh, he took precaution against something that wasn't guaranteed to happen. Just get going. And if he got beside him, run him into the grass. Just race. Don't try to block him. That's the one thing about NASCAR that I'll never understand. They stop it in every other form of race, and you can't just run over and block somebody. They take it as normal in NASCAR. That's just short track insanity. For Saturday nights, and here you're going to decide a seven million dollar championship because of you run down and block somebody. I that's twice that Carl Edwards has gone to Homestead with the chance to win the championship, and he's gone away empty-handed. Now whether or not he's going to get a third time, who knows? He's a good enough driver to do it, but I don't know that he's he's learned how to do everything but win a championship, and some drivers never do. A couple of things on Carl Edwards. One is, remember how he got into this final round of the chase. It was by a rainout where they called the race. They called the race. So Carl Edwards. Are we going to go there, really? No, I'm, not, I'm just telling you that. That's, just, that's, just, that he, that's how he made it to the Final Four, okay? And thanks to NBC. That was Texas. Thanks to NBC, I've got audio with him being uh, just outside the – emergency care center, and Kelly Stavis just asked him, he said, I understand, Carl, that you believe that you know, part of this is your responsibility. Yeah, I, I, think it, um, I think it was shared. You know, I mean, I feel like it was just racing. Um, haven't seen a real close-up view, but uh, the way I had it figured is, f- first of all, that was a race of my life up to that point. It was a lot of fun, and um, Joey was so good on the short run. I don't know how he got that restart. It was a really good restart. I thought we were. I thought everything was going to work out, and Jason told me he was looking low, and I he told me basically he was there. I, I knew what Jason was saying, and I just pushed the issue as far as I could because I figured that was the race there. And so, um, yeah, here let me watch it again. Yeah, Joey just timed it perfectly. He moved down. I thought I could feel him a little, and I just thought that uh, that's probably a little optimistic. But I thought uh, I thought I'd clear him. Or force him to lift. I just thought I'd have just a little more time. But he drove down as far as a guy could be um, expected to drive down. And that's how it ended. I don't know what the caution was for. I, I really hope it was something that, um, you know, that we need to have a caution for. So that's, uh, that was really, that was going really well. That's exactly what Statman was talking about. Because you look at what happened with that caution. And from everything that I saw, the stats saw, maybe, Crash, you as well, that that caution shouldn't have been thrown. or It wasn't as black and white, stat man, of having to throw that caution. Well, if there was fluid on the track, I think the guy blew his engine or blew something that brought smoke out from under the car. Yeah, I saw blue smoke. If there was debris or, or uh, fluid on the track, then, yeah, that it should have been they should have thrown a caution to at least check and make sure the track was clean. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with that. But if there was nothing there and it was the 
the uh, hocus-pocus debris that they have, and let's just bunch everybody up and see what happens. And, you know, I mean, it, some uh, Kyle Bush and his crew also made a mistake there mm-hmm. to come in, and even in this soundbite at the end of the race, he tried to say, yeah, we wanted to do that. Then he talked himself out of the thing. You don't give up track position on tires that are less than two laps old. Just race, guys. It's a race. You're championship contenders. Go prove it. And that's how Jimmy Johnson won his seventh championship. He did it patiently and with skill and track position. And when he left, when money was left on the table, he took it. And now he's the champion. And isn't that pretty much what I was saying just a few minutes ago that this race proved to race fans, to sports fans, to everyone in general, that this is exactly what champions and championships are made of. Patience, when you're completely knocked down, not giving up, and just trudging through it. And then, okay, a little bit of luck as well. Yeah, I mean, that he was lucky, but he got through the, the uh, insanity of the Edwards and Logano gefluffle there at the end. And he got a good restart uh, at the uh, the last uh, green white checker, so yeah, and he worked his way. He was the only lap that was important for him to lead was the last one, and that's what he did. He won the last lap, and he got his seventh championship. Whether he wasn't the fastest car on the track, but he was the smartest car on the track, and that's what wins titles. He's got seven of them. Go, go ask him. Right. He obviously knows how to do it. And five of those seven were all in a row. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt Sr. didn't do it. Richard Petty certainly didn't do it. The most that he won in a row were two. Took a year off and won two more. And the comparisons have already started. Crasher, you've got some quotes there from Jeff Gordon versus Darrell Waltrip where you think there might be a little bit of um, butt hurt from Darrell Waltrip and really the recognition of what Jimmy Johnson has done? Well, it's interesting. This came out, of course, from Fox NASCAR because, you know, Daryl Waltrip and Jeff Gordon are with Fox. And Jeff Gordon, as you would expect, because he's a very good friend of Jimmy Johnson's and a co-owner of Jimmy Johnson's car, was saying things along the lines of what Jimmy Johnson is accomplishing could be more significant than what Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt achieved. We put that out on Twitter most people so far are agreeing, but we have some interesting comments coming back. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But, yeah, Daryl Waltrip's comments were just, for lack of a better word, strange to me. He said, Jeff Gordon is the closest to Jimmy in championships, and when Gordon won his fourth, I figured he would be the guy to go on to win 100 races and seven or eight titles. But that didn't happen. There are a bunch of hungry hounds about to hit the track. Eric Jones, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano. They're going to make it harder for the establishment and older drivers to continue to have the success they've enjoyed. Okay, almost as if it comes easy. No. These guys are gaining experience that will make it harder for Johnson to repeat as champion. Okay, I understand. Yeah, that's true. But this, is, of course, was in reference to can Jimmy get number eight. All right. And then Waltrip goes on to say, I really don't know if he has an eighth championship in him. I thought six was his max. Johnson had a couple of bad years where he had trouble in the chase and didn't make it to the championship four, so I wasn't sure this chase format suited him. With the way competition and rules are today, it seems unfathomable 
he could be in the position to make history, but Johnson's the coolest driver out there. Now, this is my favorite part. He's the prototype driver who sits on a hot stove and pees ice water. (laughs) (laughs) But that that was the only cool part I liked of Waltrip's quote. Then he goes on to say, but he's not that young anymore, and it would be another year under the pressure these guys are now under, and the demands of their time, demands to win and advance through the chase rounds. The pressure is more intense now than ever before. I won't say he can't do it because he has had a lot of consistency with the same car, same crew, same crew chief, and that's crucial to continued success. But I don't think he has an eighth in him, but I also wouldn't be terribly surprised if he and Knauss ended up winning 10. After all, he is Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson has felt no pressure. He had six championships. What Do you, you, do you feel pressure to win What's, oh, I've got to tie Dale Earnhardt Sr. stat, man? Oh, I've got to tie Richard. No. Are you kidding me? This dude, it, it, he's playing with house money. Him and Chad Knauss and Mr. Hendrick. Why, where's the pressure, man? I've, I've got six. Count them, baby. Score more, bitches. <laughs> where's the, where is it? I don't think he, he's just said, I felt cool all day. Yep. And and he only what he only led what the last two or whatever the most important ones, he started last and came all the way to the front. I mean he's the he and Chad are the two coolest customers, and they they know each other, they can relate to each other. They I imagine they can finish each other's sentences. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if he ran off two or three more in a row. He is the best driver out there and has proved it. He won his seven championships in, what, 10 years? And uh, did it, he did it so fast, did it faster than Petty. He didn't do it as fast as Dale, but he's the coolest guy out there. And I don't see anybody on the horizon that's going to, that's going to beat him. The guys that are coming up, they, they're more interested in beating or winning championships than they are in learning how to win races. And that's going to hold them all back. Freak Nation, coming up in the show, Johnny Sauter. You know that name, right? Now NASCAR Truck Series champion. He's going to join us coming up this hour. Johnny Sauter will be in here. Also, we're chasing down Jimmy Johnson. Is he still trackside crasher there in Victor oh, yeah. Lane? Oh, yeah. Here's the deal. I thought we would have Jimmy Johnson by now. Right. We've been told by NASCAR. They asked, how late are you guys on air? (laughs) I said, we're on until midnight Eastern time. And they came back and said, ooh, it's going to be tight. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. He basically just walked into the media center. He's been doing all these Fox interviews, NBC interviews, trackside. And then they spent a ton of time with their Oakley goggles on, very appropriately so, spraying champagne in victory lane. Mind you. Not just for the championship, but for the race as well. Jimmy's never won at Homestead until today. So, yeah, there is so much going on. Jimmy has already told many people that have interviewed him that he doesn't plan on sleeping tonight, but he's really crossing his fingers that he makes it to the plane to New York City in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's got a big old day tomorrow. But first, got to get to some Crash Gladys pit news and notes. Also, coming up next... We say goodbye to an old friend. I'll explain that coming up. All right. Well, let's talk about there was other racing besides NASCAR this weekend, believe it or not. Mickelson took the World Rally Championship win on Volkswagen's farewell. Hello. But, yes, most of the weekend was 
NASCAR. Johnny Sauter taking that incredible championship with his, what, third place on Friday at Homestead. Daniel Suarez making history, taking the Xfinity Championship on Saturday with another bitchin' race that we haven't even talked about yet. And then today, Jimmy Johnson not only winning the race, but winning his seventh championship. As Kenny has said, we've, Statman, we've all talked about this ad nauseum for the first 20 minutes of the show. That ties Jimmy Johnson with Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Richard Petty for the most championships in NASCAR history. Your thoughts on that? We can get through to many of the tweets that you've already been sending us at Speed Freaks and Speed Freaks on Facebook later on in the show. But a bitchin' weekend. Johnny Sauter coming up this hour, and fingers crossed, as long as Jimmy Johnson can get through those media interviews in the media center, which are still going on right now, we will get him next hour. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Continental Tire is putting the passion back into driving with our line of extreme contact, ultra-high-performance tires. Our engineers work tirelessly to give you technology-driven and award-winning products, surpassing the competition. We want you, the driver, to have the traction, performance, and comfort you require on any road your travels may take you. Continental Tire is engineering tires with extraordinary performance and reliability and putting confidence into driving. Technology solutions for every driver. That is our vision. For more information, visit us at ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, innovative technology, driving confidence. Hey, cat people, Crasher here. Cat Spot is a company you need to know. Are you like me, tired of lifting heavy cat litter bags from the pet stores? Tired of all the dust and waste from clay litters? Finally, after years of substandard tries, there's an organic cat litter that works. Cat Spot litter eliminates nasty odors and absorbs better than any other product on the market. I know because I use it. Go now to catspotlitter.com, sign up for just $15 monthly shipments with free delivery. Organic litter delivered monthly for free catspotlitter.com Hi, Dave Spain here to tell you transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix, specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new. Oh, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on your light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires' new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for what? You do. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Now, everybody needs a little motorsports fix from time to time, right? Well, then turn on MAV-TV, a network with roots deep in the automotive world and an incredible lineup of motorsports events and exclusive automotive reality shows like Gears, Chop Cut Rebuild, Drag Boats, Off-Road, Sprint Cars, Motocross, Pro Pulling League. It's all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for all motorheads. 
You don't get MAV-TV? Then call your local provider now. For more information, check them out at MAVTV.com. MAV-TV is motorsports. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at buynomess.com. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're catching a best of Speed Freaks on this holiday weekend. Happy holidays. Well, Jimmy Johnson's dancing for a seventh time as your NASCAR Sprint Cup champion. And again, I'll remind you, this is the last time that we'll be saying Sprint Cup champion. Have no freaking idea what the hell it's going to be next year. Again, I continue to read that Monster Energy is sitting shotgun with Brian France and crew about... uh, joining up for the title sponsor, but we'll let you know when we hear that. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com to find the right rubber for your righteous ride. That's Continental Tire. 
Stat.com. Now, Stat Crash, I mentioned going into break that we say goodbye to an old friend. Well, we say goodbye to an old friend that's going to be running full-time the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series. We're talking about Tony Stewart, and one of the pit reporters from NBC caught up with him, and it's just so typical Tony Stewart. He just he tried to get Tony to talk and just listen to Tony. <laughs> He just, he won't go there. Tony Stewart just won't go there. It's about a minute and a half soundbite between Tony and the pit reporter, but Tony just wouldn't take the bait. Tony, what are the emotions right now? I'm ready to finish this ice cold Coke and then go back and get an ice cold Bush beer. You've been thinking about what life will be like the days forward here? I know exactly what it's going to be like. I mean, I'm I'm still going to be an owner at Stewart Haas Racing. I'm still going to be at the cup races. I'm... Still going to own Eldora Speedway, uh, the Articat All-Star Circuit of Champions, Donnie Schatz's uh, World of Outlaws team. Still going to be doing 90% of the things that I've been doing. Just, um, you know, when I'm in a cup track, I'm just not going to be driving a car anymore. And you told Rutt before the race today that the driving of the car was what you'd miss about this series the most. So what was it like one final time? It was fun. I mean, this is one of my favorite tracks anyway. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I pray that they don't ever repave this place because we're all sliding around all day having a good time and uh, that's what makes this place fun is because you actually got to drive the drivers make a difference here tony a lot was made of your final season you asked a lot not to be made of it but today the crews lined up on pit road before the start of the race what did that mean to you it was the best part of my day you know it was uh it was cool because i saw a couple guys come out and i thought that's pretty cool and then i looked down and we're the last car still and there's it's just a solid line of guys down through there and that uh it brought back a lot of memories when, when they did that with Dale Sr. when he won the Daytona 500. So uh, it was truly humbling and honored to, to see those guys uh, come out there like that. You'll never be forgotten as a driver in this sport. How would you like to be remembered? However you want, bud. You, you pick. It's, it's for you and the fans to pick. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm excited to go see that guy. It's, uh, man, what a cool day that your last race in this series is a historic moment like this where a guy gets his seventh championship and... Uh, joins a very 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 elite group so uh pretty cool and how about this jimmy johnson wins his seventh championship and he has his chasing seven helmet that he ran the entire race and he gives it to tony stewart tony collected so many helmets well not only this weekend but this entire year because that's just what drivers do like dario franchitti indycar champion many times over instagrammed one of his jimmy johnson helmets today saying good luck hope that seven is coming your way it's just something that drivers do and they have respect for each other the helmet trade is just something that's done in the sport but yeah that was pretty big i thought for sure jimmy would keep his history making helmet but no he gave it to tony stewart that is awesome stat man you look at what tony stewart's done over the years the highs the lows the the stewart isms that we've grown to love and some of us have grown to hate what, what stands out in your mind about Tony Stewart and his history in NASCAR Sprint Cup Series? Me almost beating him in a, <laughs> a uh, golf cart race. <laughs> wasn't a race, dude. It was, it, was a cross, it was a race to the bridge. <laughs> well, you know, if Statman hadn't lifted, Tony's second championship would never have existed. <laughs> Even he admits that. I could have run him into the ravine. So, yeah, I mean, the, the best part about Tony is uh, he did it his way, like the Sinatra song. He did it his way, and he could have won more championships. He could have probably gotten more sponsorships, but he's built a good uh, business. Like, he's just 
outlined there. He owns a racetrack. He owns a very successful, one of the most successful sprint car teams in history. And he can do whatever. When he shows up at the racetrack, he'll have, what, four cars at, that at Stuart Haas Racing probably just came from watching his car win another championship in sprint cars. And there's just so much that he's done. He's been very successful. I met the guy who got him his first business loan to buy Eldora. Uh, and he's a, a, an incredible man, good businessman, says that Tony is uh, one of the best business people he's ever worked with. So Tony's going to be in good shape, in good shape. And he's probably good to get out of the car so he can enjoy his life. Yeah, Tony, I don't know if it was in that audio clip, Kenny, or in something else I heard. He said, hey, if I wasn't ever coming back to the track again, then, yeah, my emotions would be different. But, yeah, we're going to see him. By the way, it's 98 days till the green flag at the Daytona 500. We're going to see him again in February in less than 98 days. They all get to the track, what, 88 days or 78 days from now. So, yeah, it's not like he's leaving. And like you said, Statman, his business acumen has become pretty stout over the last five, six years. You've been listening to Crash, Kenny. She's throwing out those big words, acumen. Yeah, it's not a big word, but it's not the it's not the indiebonics that she goes into sometimes. <laughs> no, indiebonics still rules me. Oh, yeah, there's still a few that pop out. Freak Nation, coming up next, we will have a champion join us here in the Freak Nation prior to his banquet tomorrow night, NASCAR Truck Series champion Johnny Sauter. All 36 years old of him. He finally wins a championship, a big boy championship. His dad couldn't do it. His older brother couldn't do it. No one in his family could win a big-time championship. It took little Johnny Sauter to finally get her done. And Johnny Sauter joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined. So you're driving something big or small that demands synthetic oils. Then you need to add Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer with each oil change, which won't be that often, as Lucas's special formula increases oil life up to 50% longer, all while reducing heat and wear in your car or truck's engine. You'll find increased power and fuel economy as well. If it spins, heats, shifts, or turns, you need Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Hey, it's Crasher. You've been hearing me talk about Cat Spot, the 100% organic cat litter that eliminates odors and absorbs better than any nasty clay litter you've ever used. Forget about going to the store to pick up heavy bags of litter. Cat Spot litter is delivered monthly for free to your door. But did you also know that when you're done with your shipment, you just dump it out on your lawn? Cat Spot litter seconds as an absorbent soil. It's made exclusively of coconut shells, zero chemicals added. So be kind to your cats, your lawn, and our landfills. Make the change now. CatSpotLitter.com. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance. And that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help you get where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tell us how you're exceeding the limits at hashtag Grabber. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. General Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. You hear that rattle, kid? That's an unbalanced condenser fan. That's bad. Unbalanced things break. Broken things cost money. Spending money leads to unbalanced budgets. That's why I like Granger. They balance my needs with my budget. 
Granger has counterweights, fan blades, motors, everything we need to keep this place humming. Not rattling, humming. The Granger catalog in all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at buynomess.com. Now everybody needs a little motorsports fix from time to time, right? Well, then turn on MAV-TV, a network with roots deep in the automotive world and an incredible lineup of motorsports events and exclusive automotive reality shows like Gears, Chop Cut Rebuild, Drag Boats, Off-Road, Sprint Cars, Motocross, Pro Bowling League. It's all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for all motorheads. You don't get MAV-TV? Then call your local provider now. For more information, check them out at MAVTV.com. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. You're back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Following us on Twitter at Speed Freaks and, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Been a long damn time. Not that damn long, but it's been a long time since this guy's joined us in the Freaks, Freak Nation. But it's the first time as the champion of the NASCAR Truck Series, Johnny Sauter, joining the Freaks. And, Sauter, you watched Jimmy Johnson wrap up his seventh championship with a win at Homestead. Of course, I want to get to your championship. But, but a dude that's running in the Truck Series for so long... How do you feel about Jimmy Johnson now up there with Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Richard Petty with championships? Oh, my goodness. That was, uh, you know, quite the finish. I guess. I'm still uh, kind of speechless as to how the last uh, 10 laps of that race has unfolded. But um, I've said it 100 times. Uh, you know, now that we've won a championship, I realize how hard it is and, and how many things just have to go your way to, to accomplish that. So for Jimmy Johnson to... Has picked up his seventh title, especially in this era uh, and day and time in the sport, as competitive as it is. Um, that's that's unbelievable. Those guys should be extremely proud of their accomplishments. There's no doubt about it. Johnny Sauter, your NASCAR Truck Series champion, wrapped it up this weekend joining Speed Freaks. And, Johnny, let's get to your championship. And you've been running the NASCAR Truck Series, Jesus, for as long as we can remember. And it, it takes the first time for the trucks to run this chase format. Tell me as a driver, did you enjoy it better than you have in the past? Well, yes and no. I mean, uh, you know, this year is a little bit different for me um, just because if you if you look at the old point system, um, you know, we would have had a point lead and a, a nine-point cushion going into the last race, and um, really had never been in that position before. It was always really close, but never was in the lead. So, um, but I, I'll promise you, the chase deal has added a whole new uh, <laughs> element of excitement, to say the least. Just uh, you know, it's not just one race, but it was the, the entire chase, and, and the guys you're racing against are, you know, pretty much the guys you race against every week, competing for for wins and top fives. So. Um, you know, it all worked out, uh, regardless if it was the old point system or, or the chase format, we would have still been the champion. So, um, having said that, it's very exciting. And, uh, you know, I, will be honest with you when we qualified 19th, I thought we were in trouble a little bit, but, uh, you know, the guys worked hard and, and, uh, we had great pit stops all night and, and made good adjustments and, and, uh, we needed to, or we beat the guys we needed to. So I don't know that one race, uh, deciding your whole season is kind of a tough one, but it, it worked out for us. You know, Johnny Sauter, I've seen people on Twitter, on Facebook, really kind of get upset about this one race to decide it all over the weekend. However, now that it's all decided with all three series, can you kind of look back and say it almost makes it even a little sweeter? Because when the absolute most pressure was on, you achieved. Yeah, you know, and I look at the final round of our chase in the truck series. I mean, two wins, a second and a third place finish to, to round out the season. I mean, that's that's phenomenal. And uh you know, that, that ultimately got us a championship. So, um, yeah, I, I got to be honest with you, I kind of like the pressure. Um, you know, having lived it and, and been involved with it, you know, at the media day on Thursday, um, staring at your competitors that you know you're racing at for a championship, looking at them the whole time you're there thinking, <laughs> you know, we got to beat these guys. And uh, I don't know, I, I kind of liked it. It was, um, you know, it, it just felt like a high-pressure situation and it felt like, uh, you know, you were, you were, you were backed against, you know, your back's up against the wall, and I kind of like being in that position. Heck yes. You're 2016 NASCAR Truck Series champion Johnny Sauter now in the Freak Nation. And, Johnny, I read an article earlier today about how you've now been able to silence your critics. I guess, who are these critics? Because every time we've seen you, whether it's been Xfinity or Cup or Trucks, you've always had solid runs. You've always been in contention. So who the hell are these critics anyway? 
<laughs> well, it's a good thing I don't pay attention to a lot of people. So, uh, I don't know. Attaboy. Know everybody's always got something to say, but um, and they're entitled to that, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you know, you mentioned, um, hell, I feel like I've been talking to you guys for, what, 15 years now, it seems like. So, um, yes. Or somewhere around that mark. Yes. It's been a while. So, um, you know, that's obviously a, a cool relationship, but, um, you know, just, like you said, I mean, we've we've won races in Xfinity. We've won, obviously, truck races and the truck championship now. And uh, finished in the top five in cup races before. So, um, at least once. So, <laughs> uh, needless to say, I don't know. You know, we just race hard. And, and like I said before, a lot of things have to go right to be a champion. I mean, you you, you know, it's not just what I do on the racetrack. It's it's the whole package and um, people, equipment, so on and so forth. And down the line, there's, there's just a million moving pieces to this whole deal. And... And if uh, one of them doesn't work right, you know, it's hard to, to ultimately get that championship trophy. So, I don't know. I'm just uh, very proud and, and uh, you know, looking forward to next year. Johnny Sauter is your truck champion. We'll get to that team in just a minute. But you just talked about having something to say. You're going to need something to say at the banquet. I've got the perfect response. Just look at the audience and say, finally. Isn't that what's on your heart right now? <laughs> well, I... Yeah, I mean, you could do that, I guess, but, um, you know, you know, I guess I'm not really worried about it. I, I feel like at the end of the day, I've always given 100%, no matter what the, the circumstances were, um, you know, no matter if I was having a good day or a bad day and, and things weren't going right and you were lapped down, I still felt like I was giving 100%. So, um, having said that, it's easy for me to say whatever to what everybody has to say. I mean, it, it doesn't affect me one way or another, but, uh, you know, it is cool when a lot of your peers and a lot of the guys you race against and, and Spring Cup guys and, and all that that you, you hear shout out on Twitter, you know, that they're happy for you. I mean, that's that's pretty cool stuff. So um, having said all that, uh, you know, I, I just felt like this was a great opportunity this year to join GMS Racing. And uh, in our first year, we won three races and, and won a championship. So um, I, I see us only getting better next year. Johnny Sauter, it's a crazy story about your first conversation with Mike Beam, competition director at GMS. How did you know? Why did you know that this was going to be the team that's going to take you to your first championship? How did you know that? Well, I, I think experience has a lot to do with that. Um, you know, being in different situations throughout my career and, and uh, you know, driving for various teams and team owners and, and all that. But, um, you know, the first time I met the Gallagher family, I uh, flew to Las Vegas and, and uh, you know, they cooked me chicken on the grill and, and uh, we just sat around a table outside talking and and they kind of laid out their plan and, and what their goal was and, and where they wanted to be as an organization down the road. And, and uh, you know, only their second full-time year in the trucks, you know, they've, they've won a championship. So, um, but, you know, they just had a really good plan. They had a, a lot of, you know, the foundation laid um, as far as, you know, the shop and, and Mike Beam obviously running the deal and, and just had a lot of good people already put in place. So, um, and they're doing it right. I mean, let's, let's face it, you got to have the right equipment. So, um, you know, me getting back into Chevrolet was obviously pretty important and, uh, you know, having ECR horsepower and just, you know, I'll be honest with you, the first time I walked through the shop and I, I saw a lot of the faces that were working there, I felt like that was an organization that, uh, was definitely, um, you know, making strides to, to go the right way and, and to be successful. So, um, just happy they picked me and, and gave me the opportunity to be honest with you. Johnny like Sauter, your NASCAR Truck Series champion, joining the Freaks. And, Johnny, again, we've been talking to you for well over 10 years here in the Freak Nation. We're celebrating, our, we're celebrating our 17th anniversary of Speed Freaks. So we've seen you, the ups and downs of your career. What about you personally? What does this do for your family 
now that you can finally put a championship trophy up there on the counter. Yeah, I mean, that's um, that's the, probably the coolest thing about all this. I, you know, I, I don't really know. You know, I, I, I guess I maintain a pretty level uh, head when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I've, I've seen all sides of the sport. I know how humbling the sport can be. One week you're a winner, the next week you're, you know, 30th. So um, having said all that, just to put it in perspective for my family, um, you know, racing the Sauter family in some way, shape, or form has been racing over the last 40, 50 years. So um, obviously with my dad and my older brothers. So, um, you know, nobody's really been in a position to really win a NASCAR championship at, at the level that I have. So um, to be able to get that championship and, and bring it back to all the fine folks in Wisconsin and uh, a lot of race fans up in that area of the country, diehard race fans, um, just really, really cool. I, I can't wait to get home for Thanksgiving and, and uh, see what everybody has to say. But, um, you know, very cool to, to grow up in a racing family and, and to win a NASCAR championship finally. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Hmm. All right. You want to work on your script for tomorrow night's banquet with the Freak Nation? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I could say a lot of the things you'd want me to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm open to constructive criticism. I do like how I think you should write the, the manual for how to get that right feeling. You just do chicken on the Barbie with uh, your team owner, and that just basically that's the beginning to a very, very fruitful future. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not so much, um, you know, the chicken was good, by the way, but it's, uh, you know, I guess if you hang around long enough, you can understand where people are coming from just by a few key words that they use. So, <laughs> like um, it. But I don't know. I, you know, this speech thing has got me more nervous than even that race the other night. I even said that after the race was over right away on the radio. I said, man, I'm not looking forward to giving the speech. I don't feel like I'm very good at that. But <laughs> part of the deal, and uh, I'll gladly do it now that we're champions. <laughs> All right, Kenny, give there him something. Yeah, give no, him something. No, Sauter does not, does not need Kenny Sargent with Speed Freak <laughs> in his head as he steps up to the dais to give his speech. <laughs> Just make it from the heart, and it's all good. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, we're, 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 we're proud of, of what you've done and what you're going to do for next year, buddy. Congratulations on that big championship. Well, thanks a lot, as always, and uh, I appreciate coming on your guys' show like I have for the last however many years. I know it's been a long time, so um, just appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we're doing this again real soon. Yes. You bet. Awesome, dude. Congrats. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. And listening to something that he said there at the tail end of the conversation was about him being so nervous, Statman Crasher, that it when you get up in front of hundreds of people, maybe thousands, depending on the size of the NASCAR Truck Series banquet, and you've got to say a few words, and you hear drivers that just get so con- caught up and concerned with what they've got to say, kind of goes back to some of the conversations that we've had over the last 16 years of how can drivers that drive funny cars to 320 miles an hour or drivers that spend four hours in a race car averaging a, you know, 200 miles an hour at Talladega get offended by little questions or having to get in front of people? They're out of their element. They're, not, they're out of their security zone. I understand they're human, but at the same time, Statman, you heard Johnny Sonner is this guy. You know, he's banging doors at NASCAR Truck Series to win his first championship, but dude's more nervous to sit up there and read a, read a teleprompter. Well, I think all drivers are in the same place. They are, if put them behind the wheel, they're completely comfortable. But talking into a microphone in front of people, they don't do that that often. And, I mean, look at us. If we had to go race in a, a 10 laps for a championship, we'd probably crash and roll, and it would be comical <laughs> beyond belief. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it. 
but they all do fine. I mean, they just get up there and nobody faints and nobody, you know, they may end up doing some break dancing like Jeff Gordon did once, but you know, everybody does fine. They, they just take their time and prepare something to read, get their PR people to write it and they read it and it, that's fine. We had a conversation off mic with Johnny Sauter, Statman. I don't know if you heard this one, but they they've NASCAR hired a scriptwriter to put together his script. He's been working working with him for a couple of hours on his script. Because I said, "What do you this got?" Afternoon. I said, "You got what, a pen and white piece of paper right there that you're jotting down some notes." And he said, "No, man. They've had me cornered for the last couple of hours trying to get me to get this thing down with a scriptwriter." <laughs> that's a bit crazy they ought to uh just let him put him in a room close the door leave him alone and uh, let him say what's from his heart you know because it'll come out not sounding like johnny Sauter. and you just heard johnny Sauter for right. what seven or eight minutes he's an intelligent guy with interesting things to say and he should be allowed to say it. You lock him up in a room with a bottle of Jack. Yes. Have him write it. And then once Let he writes it. Let him get emotional. It, once he writes it, <laughs> says, this is it, baby. <laughs> All right, Freak Nation, we're being alerted from our friends at NASCAR saying Jimmy Johnson just might be on his way to a telephone to phone the Freak Nation. So we're looking for Jimmy Johnson next hour and more, including Brian Francis' address of the NASCAR Nation going into the 2017 season. We'll talk about that. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits from Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Continental Tire is putting the passion back into driving with our line of extreme contact, ultra-high-performance tires. Our engineers work tirelessly to give you technology-driven and award-winning products, surpassing the competition. We want you, the driver, to have the traction, performance, and comfort you require on any road your travels may take you. Continental Tire is engineering tires with extraordinary performance and reliability and putting confidence into driving. Technology solutions for every driver. That is our vision. For more information, visit us at ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, innovative technology, driving confidence. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas's unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Hey, it's Crasher. You've been hearing me talk about Cat Spot, the 100% organic cat litter that eliminates odors and absorbs better than any nasty clay litter you've ever used. Forget about going to the store to pick up heavy bags of litter. Cat Spot litter is delivered monthly for free to your door. But did you also know that when you're done with your shipment, you just dump it out on your lawn? Cat Spot litter seconds as an absorbent soil. It's made exclusively of coconut shells, zero chemicals added. So be kind to your cats, your lawn, and our landfills. Make the change now. CatSpotLitter.com. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent and Crash Gladys, and got to ask you something about buying a new car. Have you been putting it off? You refuse to blow your weekend going from car lot to car lot? 
Come on, it's what you just did last year, Kenny. I remember specifically it was an entire week that you spent trying to find just the right model. That's why I suggest you go to Vroom.com. That's V-R-O-O-M.com. Yeah, bottom line, you can stay in your own living room, stay in your pajamas. Just hit up Vroom.com. You find your perfect car, you finance it, and boom, it's delivered to your door within just a few days. It's that easy. These aren't cheese corn used cars. Vroom inspects millions of cars from around the country. Vroom only buys the best of the best late model, low mileage vehicles. Vroom cars look incredible. Bottom line, it's easy, it's hassle-free, and it's high quality. Check them out. That's Vroom.com. V-R-O-O-M.com. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance. And that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help you get where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tell us how you're exceeding the limits on Facebook and Twitter. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at buynomess.com. Hey Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims so do it with lucas slick mist tire and trim shine it's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long lasting like new shine use slick mist tire shine to remove dull gray oxidation from bumpers tires plastic rubber and vinyl trim it's long lasting uv resistant and helps prevent sidewall blowout log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up lucas slick mist tire and trim shine at major auto parts stores today you're listening to speed freaks motorsports radio redefined
Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, and powered by 1-800-LOAN-MART. Get cash fast when you need it. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined, with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined. Ah, Freak Nation, second hour of Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging around. We are chasing Jimmy Johnson. We were going to have him about eight minutes ago, but we had to go to break. ESPN grabbed him. (laughs) And now we're told that he'll be joining us after ESPN. It's all right, man. Hey, we look, we we were going to have him before ESPN. I'm down with that, bro. I can do it. What's Here's that? the deal. When did the race end? Right. Literally like five <laughs> hours ago. Right. What have you done? Everybody in the Freak Nation listening right now, what have you done for the last five hours? I'm sure you've eaten dinner. I'm sure you've talked to several people. You've, I'm sure you've turned on Sunday Night Football. You've done a bunch of different things. Maybe run some errands, had a couple cocktails. We are hosting a show. Right. Jimmy has been doing, Jimmy is still sitting in his same champagne-soaked and probably <laughs> beer-soaked fire suit. That just reeks right now, only doing interviews and interviews and interviews and interviews. So poor guy. And he's got a seven, what, seven million dollars or whatever it is, check waiting on him. Yeah, right. You know? Poor guy. Is that what it's at now, Stan? I don't, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, but it's been at five and six. So, you know, the seven is not just around the corner. Wow. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, you guys are chiming in quite frequently and enjoying that on Twitter. Of course, Facebook there for you, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Johnny Sauter, your NASCAR Truck Series champion, was in here last hour. We'll have it up on our website. I want to get to also get to this audio where our good friend Rutledge Wood with NBC Sports caught up with Gary Johnson after the race. Gary Johnson is Jimmy Johnson's old man. He's there in his typical Hawaiian shirt and his old beaten up Lowe's hat. He's had a few cocktails and Rutledge Wood with NBC Sports catches up with him. And it, if this just isn't a good old boy. Tell me what today was like for you. Oh, I don't have any fingernails left. And I prayed a lot. And uh, I didn't think it was going to happen. But, oh, my God, then the end of the race, things started changing and the 19 getting wrecking and it's like, hey, we got a chance. I mean, at the beginning of this race, when they were starting from the back, at, at that moment, did you think, well, we're in Miami, we'll make the best of it? No, I knew when he had to start in the back, that pissed him off. I go, that first set of tires is toast. He's coming. Because so I know what, uh, what he's like. So, you know, he wasn't no saving that first set. When, how old was Jimmy when you guys first started racing? He was five on a little peewee motorcycle five years old it it wasn't really racing it was cute and all the kids rode around they all got a trophy so it wasn't like serious but and when you think about him and and looking up to guys like ricky johnson and now here he is on the same likes of earnhardt and the king i mean what how how do you how do you figure out how all of that just happened oh my god because when jimmy was little we sit on the couch and watch earnhardt and, and the king race and you know and it was just such so neat to me to be able to meet him I mean, to meet my heroes and to be in this sport and for him to accomplish all this is, I'm still pinching myself. 
It's amazing. I'll tell you, it's just amazing. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you know, Crasher, you were talking about how the haters were coming out after it was acknowledged, of course, Jimmy Johnson was going to win his seventh championship. You know, Cheater Johnson, Cheater Knauss. And I look back, well, I look back at the 49ers' reign, and the 49ers' reign was, some of it was at the expense of the Cowboys. And, you know, maybe outward, we didn't have Twitter back then, but maybe outwardly it was like, ah, screw the 49ers. But you had respect for them. You have to. You had respect for the 49ers and what they did. You had respect for Michael Jordan. You've got, I've got respect. And, I, and I, three years ago, it was a much different story. I have respect for what LeBron James has done. All right. I have respect, and this is going to sound wacky because I can't stand this team, but I have to have respect because it has been earned on what Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I think that's where you can really draw the parallels to so many people saying, oh, the Patriots are cheaters. You know, and Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals are cheaters. Oh, they paid off NASCAR. Whatever. Whatever you want to say. Bottom line is they've now won this championship in multiple different formats. And, again, they've done it quicker than Dale Sr. and Richard Petty ever did. Basically, 15 years on the cup side of things, 10 championships in that 15 years. Statman, say what you will about Chad Canals and Team Hendrick, whether they're cheating or not. We know they were caught. A couple of times, you got a, a douchebag like Michael Waltrip Racing. Oops! By the way, his team is no longer around. That can't get out of his own way when he's cheating. And and again, in any sport, you try and bend the rules. the The Cardinals today against the Vikings were trying to bend a rule uh, with 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 one of their complaints that was called on the field. It happens in every sport, and it's not like Chad Canals is pulling a smoky eunuch. And having extra gas somewhere in the frame of the, and it's not that, but you can't deny seven freaking championships, five in a row, Stad. That's how they find out that he's cheating. The guy that finishes twentieth, <laughs> they don't care what his car is. You got to win to find out they're cheating or not, and he's, I, you know, that kind of conversation is crazy. I mean, he's winning championships, people, championships, not races, not laps, not the pole. He's winning championships. He's won seven of them. And in all the years of NASCAR, only two other guys have done that. Nobody has won five in a row. Get over it. Enjoy history. If you don't like history, then go watch grass grow. That's why the competition is out there, so that people can enjoy the competition and the best rises to the top and they win championships. Seven of them. Get over it. Freak Nation, coming up this hour, you got your stat man, Scat. Something happened this weekend that he wants to alert you to that you best, you just might not recall what's happened with Audi. That's coming up in his Statman Scat. But let's do this. We're going to break a little early right now, affiliates. So hopefully we're going to be on our mics when Jimmy Johnson allegedly does call in. We're being told by the NASCAR heads that he's going to be headed our way sometime this hour. We just want to make sure that our next break 
or our next segment is long enough for Jimmy to chime in, and we're not having to pay some bills. Because our stupid sponsor screwed us last time. I'm just no. I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. It yeah. was during a commercial break, though. <laughs> All right, so we're going to break now and hopefully get Jimmy Johnson in the next 15 minutes. That's the Speed Freaks with Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, cat people, Crasher here. Cat Spot is a company you need to know. Are you like me, tired of lifting heavy cat litter bags from the pet stores? Tired of all the dust and waste from clay litters? Finally, after years of substandard tries, there's an organic cat litter that works. Cat Spot litter eliminates nasty odors and absorbs better than any other product on the market. I know because I use it. Go now to catspotlitter.com. Sign up for just $15 monthly shipments with free delivery. Organic litter delivered monthly for free. Catspotlitter.com. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel will do the work of a team of mechanics. The powerful combination of oils and additives in Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system while increasing power and fuel economy because it's burning excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak and keep the army of mechanics away a little longer. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at buynomess.com. Through rain, sun, snow, and sleet. The General G-Max all-season tire will take you where you need to go. This ultra-high-performance tire will deliver the precision you require in dry and wet conditions and provide the top-level traction necessary to navigate in light snow. So let General Tire give you the comfort, performance, and traction that the Freak Nation demands. For more information, visit GeneralTire.com. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. General Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Now, everybody needs a little motorsports fix from time to time, right? Well, then turn on MAV-TV, a network with roots deep in the automotive world and an incredible lineup of motorsports events and exclusive automotive reality shows like Gears, Chop Cut Rebuild, Drag Boats, Off-Road, Sprint Cars, Motocross, Pro Bowling League. It's all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for all motorheads. You don't get MAV-TV? Then call your local provider now. For more information, check them out at MAVTV.com. MAV-TV is motorsports. 
Race Talk Radio is celebrating our 10th season. Tuesday night, it's Honest NASCAR Talk with the Thunder Crew, presented by CreateMyT.com, where your art design help is always free at CreateMyT. Every night, we'll have another type of motorsports for you to hear about, but one thing that never changes at RTR, we still feature the Speed Freaks every Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific at racetalkradio.com. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for making it possible. Lucas Oil Studio, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. The website, speedfreaks.tv, Twitter, at Speed Freaks, and, of course, Facebook there for you. And, again, speedfreaks.tv. Johnny Sauter, NASCAR Truck Series champion, joined us last hour. We'll have it up on our website at speedfreaks.tv. Told that Jimmy Johnson is checking in now with the Freak Nation. Going to get to him momentarily. Yes, seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson. Has to get rid of that moniker, Crasher, of six-timer. Now he's a seven-timer. I think it's gone. (laughs) I think that was a pretty easy one to get rid of. Especially with all the comments that he made today about the seven and the tribute for Ricky Hendrick. That was just, wow. Wow. It's just a little bit chilling, but really cool. Yeah, Statman, the humbling of people right in front of us, you, you just could... Kind of get that vibe from Jimmy Johnson post race of just just yeah it's a cha- another championship but those uh, he he alerted to those that of course uh, were responsible for his championship and now joining us it's seven time NASCAR Sprint Cup champion Jimmy Johnson joining the Freak Nation and 
Jimmy, we're talking about this, your post-race conversations that you're having with NBC Sports and ESPN and everybody else about those who have helped you reach these seven championships. Kind of touch on that, Jimmy, and really what it means for like the Ricky Hendricks of the world or Mr. Hendrick or Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt Jr., how they've helped you get to this point. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter which racer it is, um, which division it is. You, you don't get there on your own. There's so many people that invest into a, a driver, and even even crew members, crew chiefs, you know, the, just the racing community. Um, you know, we all start off as kind of hobbyists and enjoying it at the local level, and, um, you know, some get the chance to move on and, and compete regionally and nationally, and, and on and on it goes. And I, I just, there's so many people along the way that have, mentored me, helped me grow as a, a man, as a racer, um, you know, plenty of hard knocks that, that are in there as well, and, and uh, it's just crazy to see it all come together, and I know there's a lot of smiling faces going on from <laughs> friends uh, that, that know their role and their importance in helping me grow and mature, and i uh, just, you know, honestly so thankful for those moments. Obviously, one of those people, one of many is your father, and he talked in some interviews today about how he remembers sitting on the couch with you watching Earnhardt and Petty race. And you as a kid, do you remember those times with your dad as well and saying, I might be on a dirt bike now, but, yeah, that's what I want to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, NASCAR was never the, the thing for me. I mean, I, I, all my heroes, growing up in Southern California, all my heroes were motocross and off-road and, and things like that. So looking at Robbie Gordon, some of the guys that went from off-road to IndyCar was, was a, kind of a dream that I had going on. And then this NASCAR thing came around. I'm so thankful it did. Obviously, these cars really used to my style and, and kind of the upbringing I had. But um, you can dream and think of scenarios all you want, but you never know how it's going to turn out and where it's going to lead. And I, I'm so blessed, blown away that it's led to where it has. Wow. Jimmy Johnson, of course, your seven-time Sprint Cup champion joining the Freak Nation. And, Jimmy, another thing that you've accomplished with these seven championships is the respect that you're, you're getting from the old-timers of really your name is up there with Richard Petty. It's up there with Dale Earnhardt Sr. But you're still this kid growing up in Southern California, man. Does someone need to slap you around a little bit and say, dude, wake up, you're, you're a big-timer now? <laughs> it's wild for sure. Um... You know, I've, uh, I don't even know how to answer some of the questions that are being thrown at me, but I, I, I know that, that Dale and, and Richard have uh, left us a lasting uh, mark in our sport. Uh, I look forward to you know, what I can do for our sport and help grow it. Again, it's nothing that I thought I would, would do as a kid. Um, you know, I thought I, I thought I dreamed pretty big. My, my dream was to win a, win a professional car race, cup or IndyCar, whatever it might be. And I, I've scratched that off the list. And if they're trying to raise the ball higher set, um, but there's no way I could have this high. So it's just it's a crazy reality and wild experience that I'm with. Jimmy, we're going to wrap it up with this. I know you've got all kinds of people that are, that are clawing at you to get you to other interviews. Your dad was also talking about with you starting at the back of the pack for the race and the tires in the car, you were wearing them off. What kind of what what kind of mentality did you have starting this race at the back of the field that maybe you haven't had in the past? Oh, I, I was really calm. Uh, a long race. I'm better at passing cars. I, I knew I could get get the 15th or so um, pretty quickly. I knew from 15 forward it was going to be tough. 
and that certainly was the case. But um, and I've, I've started the back for a variety of different reasons before, and I just love racing fast cars, so it uh, it didn't bother me too much. I know it was a big spotlight on us with what's going on for the day, but uh, thankfully it didn't have a huge impact on the outcome. Well, real quick, I know that you don't like this question necessarily, but I'm going to put a twist on it. Michael Jordan texted you after six and told you to go for seven. Has he texted you eight? Has he texted you yet to go for eight? No, I haven't seen my phone yet. I can only imagine what's on there. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I texted him straight away after we won six. He said, go get seven. So I'm, I'm sure there's something on my phone from him. Go get a beer, man. Jimmy Johnson joining oh, yeah. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, buddy. We're awfully proud of you, as millions are. Thank you. Appreciate it. You got it. Jimmy Johnson, your NASCAR Sprint Cup champion. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven time champion. Wow. How about that, Freak Nation? Jimmy Johnson taking the time out to join the Freaks. And again, thanks, NASCAR, uh, for lining that bad boy up. You know, you look at a guy like that and really how he's accomplished this. And. There's never really been an instant stat man or crash that comes to mind where he had a holdem. No, there hasn't. In, 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 you, no. I mean, my, Michael Jordan had some a holdem to his championships. Joe Montana a couple of times had some a holdem to his, his championship stat man, but I can't think of an instance where Jimmy Johnson was ever an a hole. He never has been that way to us. The great part about this is that Ron Caps, longtime friend of the Freaks, Jimmy Johnson, a longtime friend of the Freaks, they win championships, what, back to back weekends? Yeah. It makes me smile. I thought about that while we were sitting here listening to him. Two of our favorite people are, are champions now, setting records. I mean, like I said earlier, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he cranked up three or four in the next four or five years. I mean, he's not finished yet. What do you think, Ted? I don't know. Are we wanting him to get eight? Because I sure am. I want to see that. This, but but let, let's let's take a step back here. And I'm a huge Dale Senior fan saying that. I'd want to see more history. Well, I want to see it when I really give a damn, which is now. But, Statman, think about this, though. This wasn't an easy year for Jimmy Johnson. So I could oh. I could see how this how he would cherish number seven, not just for him equaling in number with Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Richard Petty, but the accomplishment of winning the championship with such adversity in 2016. When money's on the table, I go with Johnson and Knauss. Every time. Every time. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anybody else in the garage who knows how to win a championship as well as they do. You don't just go out and go fast and win races to win championships. You have to learn how to win championships. And just like Magic Johnson used to say in Showtime and the Lakers, you got to know when it's winning time. And when it's winning time, they're the guys you want on the wheel. And you want to be surrounded by those winners. And, and, and evidently, that's what they've got, Stad. I've got, them, I've got them from top to bottom, from your owner down to that, that cat sweeping the floor. They've got all the resources they need. And anytime they need something, somebody will go get it for them because they know how to win. They're not going to give those resources to us. 
They're going to give the resources to people who know how to win championships. Lowe's is going to stick with them. Chevrolet is going to stick with them. The people who want to be with the winner are going to stand in line to give him the resources so that he could go win for them. That's, it's, I don't understand people who don't want him to win or are against him winning. That just makes no sense to me. He's a nice guy. Now, if he beat us, if domestic violence was part of his life or if he was a drunk or if all this other stuff amongst other athletes and other sports, and he's none of that. He's a good guy. And people say, we need good guys for our kids to look up to, right. blah, blah, blah. I mean, the hypocrisy of people just staggers me. Here's a good guy that you could look at and say, I want my kids to be like him. He's a champion, and he is, I mean, he's been sitting here for an hour and a half doing interviews. Probably every interview he did, he got the same question, and he makes it sound like it's the first time he's heard it. I mean, That's a champion. You know, yeah, get a life, people. Get a life. It just staggers me. The people that don't like it. Statman was talking about this. Again, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for hanging out. You just heard Jimmy Johnson join us live from the track at damn near 1130 at night. Dude has not even seen his phone. So <laughs> if he's got 200 texts on there, I think I'm off by about 400. But you get to Jimmy Johnson and... And his personality. Statman brought up something there, domestic violence or being an a-hole or just stupid things that he would do on the track. There's just none of that. And I'm, I, I often go back to, I want to say it was Phoenix. Crasher, maybe you can help me out here. Either Phoenix or Texas, where they had the billboards up and not one billboard had... It was Phoenix. Was it Phoenix? It was Phoenix of... About four, maybe five years ago. Right. And Jimmy had won. Okay, so yeah, let's do the math. It would have been five, six years ago. Jimmy had, or he was on his way to winning his fifth title. And they were promoting the Phoenix race. Of course, back then it was still the second to last race. They didn't have the, right. the playoff format in yet. But yeah, they're promoting the race with Dale Jr., Danica Pat. Yeah, I think it was Danica. Dale, I know it was Dale Jr., Tony Stewart, and somebody else. Not Jimmy Johnson. Danica, no, it was Danica Patrick. Was it okay? Not yeah. Jimmy Johnson at that time. Your four-time, soon-to-be five-time champ. I think she was. Really weird. I think they were they were promoting her crasher through the nationwide race or something of that nature. I don't remember, but just the fact that your consecutive many years in a row champion was not on that billboard was just strange. And he was gunning for another one. I mean, it's the it's you can you can not like a driver. But you've got to respect what he's done. You really you do. And I'm history. You've got to respect the history. Yes. And if you can't, you're not a fan. You don't have to like Jimmy Johnson as a driver. Like you said, Kenny, maybe your favorite driver is uh, Logano, Joey Logano, or Carl Edwards. Or maybe you like Toyotas. Or maybe you like Fords. You don't like Chevys. But you've got to respect the history because that's changing the uh, dialogue. It's changing the angle of the sport. The sport is different after Jimmy Johnson's gone through it. And if you don't like that, then you're not a fan. I get it. I get wanting to cheer for somebody else. I get disliking a team. 
I mean, I will never cheer for the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm just not a fan of that team at all. But with what, I mean, looking back now on what they're doing, what they have done, and even when they won their last Super Bowl, I just shook my head and said, these guys have it going on. It's not like I'm going to disrespect them. I don't care if you think that they cheated or not with Deflategate. The bottom line is they're, they're finding ways to win. They're finding ways to win big. Same as Jimmy Johnson, Chad Canals, Rick Hendrick, and the entire team. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night in the Lucas Oil Studios. Did you miss Jimmy Johnson? Just calling in from the track. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break, play the Statman Scat, come back, and we'll hear that interview from Jimmy Johnson once again. It's that big of a deal for him to check in with the Freak Nation. I want you to hear it if you missed it. Jimmy Johnson joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance. A special chapter in motor racing history closed this weekend. Audi left the World Endurance Championship with a 1-2 victory in its last race, the Six Hours of Bahrain. The win this weekend was its 107th in the World Endurance Championship. Audi unveiled its R10 prototype in December of 2005, then won its first two races. It continued winning with the R15 and now the R18 all-wheel drive diesel-powered monster, but alas, the worldwide Volkswagen diesel emission scandal hit Audi hard. VW owns Audi and once the $15 billion settlement was announced, Audi said it was pulling out of the WEC to concentrate on Formula E. Personally, I like the call. Audi is looking to bring electric power to more of its road cars and Formula E is the place to develop that technology. But we can thank Audi for showing us a commitment to excellence and changing the way we think about diesel power. Maybe they'll also do that for electric power now. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, cat people. Crasher here. Cat Spot is a company you need to know. Are you like me? Tired of lifting heavy cat litter bags from the pet stores? Tired of all the dust and waste from clay litters? Finally, after years of substandard tries, there's an organic cat litter that works. Cat Spot litter eliminates nasty odors and absorbs better than any other product on the market. I know because I use it. Go now to catspotlitter.com. Sign up for just $15 monthly shipments with free delivery. Organic litter delivered monthly for free. Catspotlitter.com. Continental Tire is putting the passion back into driving with our line of extreme contact ultra high performance tires. Our engineers work tirelessly to give you technology driven and award winning products surpassing the competition. We want you, the driver, to have the traction, performance, and comfort you require on any road your travels may take you. Continental Tire is engineering tires with extraordinary performance and reliability and putting confidence into driving. Technology solutions for every driver. That is our vision. For more information, visit us at ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, innovative technology, driving confidence. Here's a Dave Despain tip. No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperature, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Now, everybody needs a little motorsports fix from time to time, right? Well, then turn on MAV-TV, a network with roots deep in the automotive world and an incredible lineup of motorsports events and exclusive automotive reality shows like Gears, Chop Cut Rebuild, Drag Boats, Off-Road, Sprint Cars, Motocross, Pro Pulling League. It's all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for all motorheads. 
you don't get MAV-TV, then call your local provider now. For more information, check them out at MAVTV.com. MAV-TV is motorsports. Race Talk Radio is celebrating our 10th season. Tuesday night, it's Honest NASCAR Talk with the Thunder Crew, presented by CreateMyT.com, where your art design help is always free at CreateMyT. Every night, we'll have another type of motorsports for you to hear about, but one thing that never changes at RTR, we still feature the Speed Freaks every Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, at racetalkradio.com. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help you get where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tell us how you're exceeding the limits on Facebook and Twitter. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent and Crash Gladys, and got to ask you something about buying a new car. Have you been putting it off? You refuse to blow your weekend going from car lot to car lot? Come on, it's what you just did last year, Kenny. I remember specifically it was an entire week that you spent trying to find just the right model. That's why I suggest you go to Vroom.com. That's V-R-O-O-M.com instead of going to car lots across the valley. Yeah, bottom line, you can stay in your own living room, stay in your pajamas, Just hit up Vroom.com, you find your perfect car, you finance it, and boom, it's delivered to your door within just a few days. It's that easy. These aren't cheese corn used cars. Vroom inspects millions of cars from around the country. Vroom only buys the best of the best late model, low mileage vehicles. Vroom cars look incredible. Bottom line, it's easy, it's hassle-free, and it's high quality. Check them out. That's Vroom.com, V-R-O-O-M.com. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. You know, you... you we've been talking about it for an hour and a half. Jimmy Johnson grabbing his seventh championship. And just thinking in my lifetime, what team, what person has won seven championships? Michael Schumacher. Right? Statman? I was just thinking, I don't know if anybody, uh, Michael Jordan stopped at Phil Jackson. Uh, uh, LeBron James promised us seven at the Miami, but mm-hmm. only got two. Uh, he's won one more with Phil Jackson. So, yeah, a lot of people, the Lakers, uh, Magic Johnson only won, what, uh, five? Um, yeah, and, and Jerry, I hear you in our ear. Coaches are one thing. I'm just talking about people actually on the court. Of or course, on, Jerry's on, saying on, Phil Jackson. Yeah, Phil Jackson. You're and talking I, about the athlete. I, I'm talking about that person, that woman, that female. Uh, I mean, Bill uh, Russell. We can go. Yeah, Bill Russell's a good one. But there I'm talking about in my lifetime. Have I seen this happen? Well, I've seen Bill Russell win his. <laughs> well, okay, then that's my point. Yeah, I, that's that's all that we've got to measure is in our lifetime. That's all I've got to measure in my life. I didn't see Richard Petty win those championships because I wasn't a NASCAR fan then. I didn't see Dale Earnhardt Sr. win those championships. But I've seen Jimmy Johnson win these championships, and it, it's I can't grasp it. The the enormity. Ma- yeah. The enormity of the magn- the magnitude of Jimmy Johnson winning seven championships. Just can't. Especially in this day and age where there's so much parody in sports. I think that's the key thing. There's so much parody in NASCAR that uh, yeah, but saying that out loud is really not. There's there's only what, five or six teams that are gonna win all the races. So yeah, I mean, Johnson, his dominance, I think, is what is overwhelming, just his ability to dominate and not make mistakes and not try to block somebody when blocking him is the risk of taking you both out of the race. He did, what he did today at the end of the race is perfect for his run. He didn't take any unnecessary risks. He was there. You got to finish in order to win. And at the end, he was the guy standing, going away from everybody else. I think today is a perfect example of how they've won those championships. But you talk about Jimmy Johnson and his dominance. So many people had written him off because he had he won those five in a row and then he won the sixth and then he was kind of eh the last couple of years and that was a talking point today leading into this race how Jimmy Johnson and and Hendrick Motorsports have kind of fallen off the mountaintop the last couple of years and it's been Joe Gibbs it's been Toyota it's been heck Stuart Haas with Kevin Harvick these guys have come to the forefront and the Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss they've just kind of been maybe the bridesmaid the last couple of years but again today like you said, Stat, like I've been saying, like Kenny's been saying, this is what championships are made of. You're not to the back of the field. You're told that your car just doesn't look right, and you're told, screw it. I don't care if it's the last race of the season. you got to work your way through. And then you do that in the first 30 laps. You pass, what, 20 cars in 30 laps, and then all of a sudden your handling goes to crap, 
And then Mr. Chad Knauss just makes adjustments every single pit stop, and he fights Jimmy Johnson on the way to doing so. And then Jimmy finally says, okay, we're going to do this. They've got a perfect relationship and how to understand each other in high-pressure situations. That is what championships are. They, it's unbelievable how this came together. Knock them off the mountaintop. They're going to flip you off like they did this year and say, ha, we're back. Just be there at the end. That's all that, That's all. coaches, crew chiefs ask. Just be there at the end for a chance to win, Statman. And I think that's one of the things that Knauss and Johnson are so good at is that they know how to make the fine-tuning. So if the car needs to be an inch, they need to put the car an inch in a different place on the track, then they can change the tire pressure or spring rate or whatever to make that happen in the in the 12 seconds of a pit stop. They'd learn each other. Jimmy's been able to tell Chad, this is what I need, and Chad's been able. And if Chad says, no, you don't, then Jimmy says, okay. If Chad tells him today, go run up near the wall, that's what Jimmy did. And he, And if he couldn't, or shouldn't, or didn't think that was the right thing to do, Knaus was able to say, all right, you're the man, you're out there, tell me what you need. That's my job to get it for you. They're the perfect symmetry between the, between the two of them, and that's what's missing with so many other teams that switch crew chiefs, and you know, there's always some confusion. They just go out and they figured out how to win, and they just do that with as few risks as possible. Your seven-timer joined us earlier this hour, Jimmy Johnson. And now joining us, it's seven-time NASCAR Sprint Cup champion, Jimmy Johnson, joining the Freak Nation. And, Jimmy, we're talking about this, your post-race conversations that you're having with NBC Sports and ESPN and everybody else about those who have helped you reach these seven championships. Kind of touch on that, Jimmy, and really – what it means for like the Ricky Hendricks of the world and Mr. Hendrick or Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt Jr., how they've helped you get to this point. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter which racer it is, um, which division it is. You, you don't get there on your own. There's so many people that invest into a, a driver and even, even crew members, crew chiefs, you know, the, just the racing community. Um, you know, we all start off as kind of hobbyists and enjoying it at the local level and, um, you know, some get the chance to move on and, and compete regionally and nationally, and, and on and on it goes. And I, I just there's so many people along the way that have mentored me, helped me grow as a, a man, as a racer. Um, you know, plenty of hard knocks that, that are in there as well, and, and uh, it's just crazy to see it all come together. And I know there's a lot of smiling faces going on <laughs> from friends uh, that, that know their role and their importance in helping me grow and mature, and uh, just. Yeah, obviously so thankful for those moments. Obviously one of those people, one of many, is your father. And he talked in some interviews today about how he remembers sitting on the couch with you watching Earnhardt and Petty race. And you as a kid, do you remember those times with your dad as well and saying, I might be on a dirt bike now, but yeah, that's what I want to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, NASCAR was never the, the thing for me. I mean, I, I, all my years, growing up in Southern California, all my years were motocross and off-road and things like that. So looking at Rick Beers, Robbie Gordon, some of the guys that went from off-road to IndyCar was, was a 
kind of a dream that I had going on. And then the NASCAR thing came around. I'm so thankful it did. Obviously, these cars really suit my style and, and kind of the upbringing I had. But um, you can dream and think of scenarios all you want, but you never know how it's going to turn out and where it's going to lead. And I, I'm so blessed, blown away that it's split where it has. Jimmy Johnson, of course, your seven-time Sprint Cup champion joining the Freak Nation. And, Jimmy, another thing that you've accomplished with these seven championships is the respect that you're, you're getting from the old-timers of, really, your name is up there with Richard Petty. It's up there with Dale Earnhardt Sr. But you're still this kid growing up in Southern California, man. Does someone need to slap you around a little bit and say, dude, wake up, you're, you're a big-timer now? <laughs> it's, it's wild for sure. Um... You know, I've, uh, I don't even know how to answer some of the questions that are being thrown at me, but I, I know that, that Dale and, and Richard have uh, left us a lasting uh, mark in our sport. Uh, I look forward to you know, what I can do for our sport and help grow it. Again, it's nothing that I thought I would, would do as a kid. Um, you know, I thought I, I thought I dreamed pretty big. My, my dream was to win a, win a professional car race, cup or any car, whatever it might be. And I, I've scratched that off the list. And it's just trying to raise the bar higher set. Um, but there's no way I could have put this high. So it's, just, it's a crazy reality. Wild experience that I'm with. Jimmy, we're going to wrap it up with this. I know you've got all kinds of people that are, that are clawing at you to get you to other interviews. Your dad was also talking about with you starting at the back of the pack for the race and the tires in the car, you were wearing them off. What kind of what what kind of mentality did you have starting this race at the back of the field that maybe you haven't had in the past? Oh, I, I just really calm. Uh, a long race. I'm better at passing cars. I, I knew I could get get the 15th or so um, pretty quickly. I knew from 15 forward it was going to be tough, and that certainly was the case. But uh, and I've, I've started the back for a variety of different reasons before. And I just love racing passing cars, so it's. Uh, it didn't bother me too much. I know it was a big spotlight on us with what's going on for the day, but uh, thankfully it didn't have a huge impact on the outcome. Well, real quick, I know that you don't like this question necessarily, but I'm going to put a twist on it. Michael Jordan texted you after six and told you to go for seven. Has he texted you eight? Has he texted you yet to go for eight? No, I haven't seen my phone yet. I can only imagine what's on there. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I texted him straight away after we won six. He said, go get seven. So I'm, I'm sure there's something on my phone from him. Go get a beer, man. Jimmy Johnson joining oh, yeah. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, buddy. We're awfully proud of you, as millions are. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and it's not even over for Jimmy Johnson. That dude, who knows how much sleep he's not going to get between now and headed to New York to do all the morning talk shows. I know. <laughs> It's like you know he wants to party with everybody because everybody's got a big head start on him right now. You know he wants to do that, but at the same time, he's like, I have to be coherent for Good Morning America or whatever the heck he's doing <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning. Oh, that's harsh. Statman, you can, I'm sure you got a little sense of memory in you that you could pull up when your son and daughter were, were at two or three years old and how worn out you were. You know, Jimmy Johnson's got a couple of young kids. One, I think, is maybe six or seven, and the other is about three or four. And granted, he's in much better shape than I am at this point. But damn, just having a two and a half year old. I, let's say I win a championship. I, there's no way, man. I, maybe the adrenaline can carry carry me to two o'clock in the morning, bro. But oh yeah, listen. I'm sorry. I am beat ass tired at 11 o'clock at night. And oh, I, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let and me I just, didn't spend no, five no. hours on the track. Let me just recap. 
of you spending a very long day at SEMA just a couple of weeks ago. Right. And you were still raging after the Continental Tire Party at 4 a.m. You can do it, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> that was just two weeks ago. Busted. <laughs> she got you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Maybe it was just celebration. I felt like crap the next morning, though, <laughs> man. Uh-huh. Not, not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Not much motorsports. 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 And Freak Nation was the the woman that I went home with and ended up sleeping in the same room was and this is after we tried to stop it well we tried we stopped at two or three different places to get food they we were had closed our Uber drivers <laughs> Uber drivers stopped us I mean, stopped it and they're all closed this woman was so pissed she had, didn't have anything to eat I ordered a pizza the size of a freaking small bathroom. And I got to the door at like 3.30 or 4 in the morning. And I had to wake her ass up twice to come out and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the funny part. The funny part was she was slumped over in the bed eating it. And all I just kind of see, she just kind of pushes the plate plate over and just falls back asleep. (laughs) That happened to me once, quickly. We were at Riverside at a race, and we stayed up for like three days to get ready for it. And the blew the engine in practice. We weren't going to be there for the race the next day. I poured a large glass of adult beverage and turned it white with some milk, drank that, went back to the hotel room. They ordered some food for me to eat. I got up, almost <laughs> fell face first into the food. <laughs> Oh, and I slept all the way back to Los Angeles and slept for like three days. I'd been up since Wednesday morning, and it was now Saturday night. And uh, once once you once it stops, you're done. Yeah, it's it, it it's like when your car runs out of gas, you've got to get out and push it. When you run out of gas, someone has to push you into bed or somewhere. Yeah. Hey, real quick. This is kind of fitting that we end it with this one. A 28-year-old South African endured a rare case of penile strangulation what? after squeezing his wedding ring around his on his hog for erotic reasons. The unnamed, yeah, no S. The unnamed man was apparently attempting to use the wedding ring as a, uh, yeah, a sex toy. Yeah. The ring caused the man's hog to swell up so much that he was unable to remove it. Hmm. At first, doctors tried to cut off the ring with a tiny surgical saw. Uh, but that failed because the swelling made it difficult to get close to the ring without splitting into the exposed flesh. Why would anyone want to try this? Your finger is grossly smaller than your male member. We hope. This just doesn't make any sense. A 28-year-old South African man. 
again, I would say that he should be right. at least normal, if not well-endowed. No. South Statman, do I need to explain it no, to her? No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. But again, yeah. you're not saying Asian. You're saying South Oh, <laughs> gosh. Stop it. Listen. Oh, oh boy. I'm going to stop it right there. can't believe wow. you, you can e- email me at statmc at speedfreaks.tv. <laughs> <laughs> uh, program directors, uh, I think Fox News penetrated our radio broadcast with that not much motorsports story. And a female reporter chimed in with some, I was going to leave it there. <laughs> Ah, it's a big night, man. Your seven-timer, Jimmy Johnson, joined us here in the Freak Nation. Johnny Sauter, your NASCAR Truck Series champion, joined us. Daniel Suarez won the uh, Xfinity Series. Yeah. Oh, he and amazing. Also winning the race and winning the title. And there's history, like I talked about briefly in News and Notes, but you're right. We didn't talk about it in length in the show. Shoot the juice have. to the moose and stat man. Let it loose. Yep. <laughs> Evil Knievel Unleashed. This is the number one badass in America. Evil Knievel. Unafraid. I don't really care too much for George. Attitude's being kind of a dosy. Unfiltered. There were 500 whores working on one square block, and my grandpa had a tire shop right in the middle of all of them. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent and Crash Gladys, and got to ask you something about buying a new car. Have you been putting it off? You refuse to blow your weekend going from car lot to car lot? Come on, it's what you just did last year, Kenny. I remember specifically it was an entire week that you spent trying to find just the right model. That's why I suggest you go to Vroom.com. That's V-R-O-O-M.com. Yeah, bottom line, you can stay in your own living room, stay in your pajamas, Just hit up Vroom.com, you find your perfect car, you finance it, and boom, it's delivered to your door within just a few days. It's that easy. These aren't cheese corn used cars. Vroom inspects millions of cars from around the country. Vroom only buys the best of the best late model, low mileage vehicles. Vroom cars look incredible. Bottom line, it's easy, it's hassle-free, and it's high quality. Check them out. That's Vroom.com, V-R-O-O-M. Dot com. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Now, everybody needs a little motorsports fix from time to time, right? 
right? Well, then turn on MAV-TV, a network with roots deep in the automotive world and an incredible lineup of motorsports events and exclusive automotive reality shows like Gears, Chop Cut Rebuild, Drag Boats, Off-Road, Sprint Cars, Motocross, Pro Bowling League. It's all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for all motorheads. You don't get MAV-TV? Then call your local provider now. For more information, check them out at MAVTV.com. MAV-TV is motorsports. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel will do the work of a team of mechanics. The powerful combination of oils and additives in Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system while increasing power and fuel economy because it's burning excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak and keep the army of mechanics away a little longer. Hey, it's Crasher. You've been hearing me talk about Cat Spot, the 100% organic cat litter that eliminates odors and absorbs better than any nasty clay litter you've ever used. Forget about going to the store to pick up heavy bags of litter. Cat Spot litter is delivered monthly for free to your door. But did you also know that when you're done with your shipment, you just dump it out on your lawn? Cat Spot litter seconds as an absorbent soil. It's made exclusively of coconut shells, zero chemicals added. So be kind to your cats, your lawn, and our landfills. Make the change now. CatSpotLitter.com. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks? Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 